Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 49. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Trapp. We're here each and every week, my friends, to give you, the small to medium-sized business owner or just casual listener to our show, the latest and greatest in the world of technology, productivity, efficiency, and profitability. Anything else? Sounds good to me. And this week, we include a bonus kitchen sink, and a handy carrying case if you order now. Order now. Order now. Shipping separate. Live operators are standing by at (laughs) 859-795-4067. Just leave a message. Unless you're Andy. (laughs) Hey, we're not going to go there. All right. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about our show. (laughs) All right. Let's let's not talk about that. uh, How's your show been going today, man? Uh, Things are going good today. You know, I almost felt like I was going to have a sore throat and be sick all day, but uh, I gargled with some salt water, which was the advice of a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook, (laughs) and I went to bed at 8 o'clock last night, and and surprisingly, I'm feeling rather well. So I I still feel a little bit of soreness back there in the back of my throat, but... uh, Maybe maybe after this show, I can go gargle some more hot salt salt water again. Yes, for all the uh, amazing products they have out there, salt and water. Yes. Still works. So things are going extremely well. Andy, I understand that you have launched a brand new podcast, my friend. I have. It's called The Lynchpin Podcast. Uh, the unofficial Lynchpin Podcast, actually. Uh, we have permission from we, I, whatever, um, traded some emails back and forth with Seth Godin to get permission to use the name and to use the book title uh, and the book cover and such. And he just said, you know, I can't endorse it. I don't endorse it, but you're, you have my permission to use all the Lynchman stuff. So, uh, we, uh, episode one is out. Episode two is uh, scheduled. I'm going to talk with John Dale, who spent six months uh, in Seth's six month alternative MBA program. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he spent six months uh, in New York with Seth and I think 11 other or nine other people. And so I'm going to talk to John um, over the weekend or early next week. So the next episode will be out. And we're going to talk about the book, uh, things that we're, we're taking away from the book to, to put into action and talk to folks that Seth talked about in the book, going to interview some people that he mentioned in the book and hopefully just get folks that are you know, believers in the in the idea of a linchpin that that they believe they they themselves are linchpins. Uh, have them on the show to talk about things they like in the book, and they can also you know, if they have a linchpin they know, they can suggest them to be on the show. So, um, I'm excited about it. Pages up at linchpinpodcast.com and getting some good feedback. And you type in linchpin on uh, iTunes, and it'll come up number one under podcasts. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. I'm excited to get going. That is exciting. Where? What about web address? Do you have a web address for it? Yeah, lynchpinpodcast.com. Awesome. And I have, I'm, I'm looking at my trusty new handheld uh, Kindle 3 device that may have been purchased during a certain show last week. And We'll get, I, we'll get to that. And yeah. I, I, I see that that's on my, my wish list uh, as far as books that I'm going to purchase. So 
There you go. Once I once I finish reading it, I will I will begin tuning in to that podcast. Wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. So what else is going on? Well, uh, I was going to ask you actually about uh, your Kindle purchase last week. <laughs> sure. Well, I'll tell you- uh, I want to ask you uh, not just on the personal level because if you want to know the story, you can obviously listen to our show. But then the fun part is to listen to Family from the Heart. Uh, the the conversation that you and your wife had was pretty pretty uh, amusing. But I was going to ask you how because this is Business Tech Weekly, not Family from the Heart. How how have you seen it help you in your business in the week that you've owned it? Okay, uh, I will tell you it is totally awesome. First and foremost, I want to encourage people to go to gspn.tv forward slash Kindle three review, and then it's the number three. So right. gspn.tv slash Kindle three review. And if you go to that, it's it's a blog post. There's uh, three videos. Two of the videos are H, uh, are um. HD uh, YouTube videos that I created doing some review of the of the device and uh, there's some written blog stuff about how much I love it and why I love it and why I decided to purchase it and even though I have an iPad and all the questions people are asking me they're all there all the answers but let me tell you I have read an entire book in one two-hour session um, and I have read 20 to 30% of three other books. And, wow. and I have read, and I'm going right now to look. Give me one second. I have finished 69% of another ebook that I purchased called Ebooks the uh, Smart Way, I think is what it's called. Yeah, e- Ebooks the Smart Way from my good friend Pat Flynn. We'll talk about a webinar I'm doing with him shortly. But anyway, I, I have read. M- not only have I read more in the last seven, you know, six days because I got it on Friday uh, afternoon, but not only have I read more in the last six days than I have all year this year, mm-hmm. and, and I, that's not an exaggeration, but I have loved every single minute of it, and I'm not, it is, it is a pleasurable reading experience. And wow, it is night and day difference between reading on a Kindle device versus reading on the Kindle application on the iPad. Yeah, night and day difference. And I, I, I think I actually have tr- discovered that I, I really do enjoy reading. <laughs> well, and and specifically, answer me this because I, I know all those things, and, and I'm giving you a softball of a question. But how is that helping your business? Oh well, it's helping me in my business because, well, for example, um. If I if I look at ebooks the smart way from Pat Flynn, I got this free uh, this free ebook that he put together in a PDF form mm-hmm. from just by signing up for his mailing list, and it's like you know what I, I'm get, I'm actually creating some ebooks, but I'll be honest with you, his his ebooks in PDF format and it's you know and it, and it's um in landscape instead of portrait and it it's you know all kinds of I and and really the only the only enjoyable way to actually read that book, in my opinion, would have been to read it on my computer screen. And that's the way it's formatted. That's the way it's designed. And I had no desire to do that. And so, to be honest with you, the chances of me ever reading that that ebook that I had gotten from him were slim to almost none. And um, with the Kindle, I learned that I could take a PDF and I can email it to my Kindle email address that I set up. Yeah, yeah. And if I put the word convert 
in the subject line, they will convert my PDF into a Kindle format. How much does that cost? And it is free over the Wi-Fi. They cost it's cost uh, I think fifteen cents per megabyte uh, for if it's over the three G connection. Gotcha. And I don't. I I just got the Wi-Fi version, so I right. think it's absolutely free uh, if you do it the the way that I'm doing it. But it's con- it converted it, and I want to tell you it's it's in it, it it has totally taken his ebook in the in the weird formatting that he had. And has made this to where it's no, it's very different from any of, or it's it's not very different from any of the books that I've actually paid for the e, right. e- or the electronic book version from the Kindle store. So it's formatted right. wonderfully in this case. Now I understand it doesn't always happen to work this way. Uh, it, it doesn't always, not all PDFs will format perfectly when right. they're converted, but this one did. And I will tell you, um, this thing has inspired me to say, you know what, I need to kick up my ebook production a notch. And he's given me a lot of insights that I would have not have thought about and things that when I actually get into the process of actually taking it over to PDF form, things that I'm going to incorporate. So, right. love it. Well, and it's, I think it's a good example of, you know, it's an investment that opens a window to, you know... I, there's a, so many people that, and again, our, our, a lot of our audience is, you know, techie people like you and I, but, you know, the point of technology is to help you reach other information or disseminate, you know, to get more information out or in. And the Kindle is a great example. The iPad's a great example. But, man, I, I saw it coming a mile away when you, when you bought that thing. and All the people are going to go, don't you have an iPad? Don't you have an iPad? And uh, it's exactly the same question my wife asked me last night when I said, for Christmas, for my birthday, I'd like a Kindle. She said, "Don't you already have, didn't you have a Kindle and you sold it?" I said, "Yeah, but I don't read on my. I mean, I I try to read my iPad, but you know, same same old story. It's a different medium. So I'm glad uh, glad you're finding uh, it to be useful. And and again, friends, I would really encourage you, for just the sake of uh, entertainment, <laughs> to listen to the uh, Family from the Heart episode that was. Yeah, you can go to Family from the Heart episode number 127. It's the second half of the episode. (laughs) Uh, The title of that episode is called Cliff is Totally Busted. And I thought I was busted too, but your wife was very gracious to me. Listen to this. Uh, This is a highlight. And this is from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is a book that I finally picked up. I read read the first... I read the first uh, 20% of this book on the Kindle for the iPad app. And again, I, I, every time I got into it, about 15, 20 minutes into reading, my eyes start, it's like, you know what, I just started going cross-eyed almost. It's just like, ah, yeah. I kind of got just burned out of reading. And I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, man, I must not be interested in this book. But it, on here, I, I, I've read the, I'm 35% in, actually I'm more than 35% in, but I, this little bookmark is 35% in. It says, generally speaking, an idea is an impulse of thought that impels action by uh, an appeal to the imagination. All master sales reps know that ideas can be sold where merchandise cannot. Ordinary sales reps do not know this, which is why they are ordinary. So the idea here, the, and, and the whole takeaway from that is, is that, you know what, when I sell things, I'm not selling merchandise, I'm selling an idea. So I'm not selling a microphone, I'm selling the idea of how awesome your voice will sound when you buy the high LPR 40 microphone. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not selling you the microphone. You, I, Whenever I've talked about the Heil, I've never talked about its manufacturing. I've never talked about the internal components, the built-in windscreen. I, I never talk. It, all I talk about is the idea of how this makes me feel and sound and how my audience loves it and and, and and so there are some really great things in in this book. Uh, there's some really terrible things uh, as far as new age stuff that I don't like <laughs> in Think and Grow Rich. But uh, I'm back into reading this book again, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're you're finding the connection because it's so amazing that the the studies show, without a doubt, that those who are very successful in their life. And I'm talking about in business, and I think it's transfers of personal as well. But they read, frankly, a lot of nonfiction. I think it's healthy to read fiction too. But um, you know, I just I know that a lot of successful people I know in my own circle of friends, uh, they read a lot of nonfiction books, and I think the Kindle is a great uh, format to to do that. I mean, I I've actually purchased. It's funny, I got this iPad, and the last two or three books I purchased, I purchased them in their book format, you know, the paper format. Um, because I just didn't want to read them on the on the iPad. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad it's working for you. So and and you mentioned this. Um, I haven't heard a lot of your shows lately to know exactly, but when when is your webinar with? Is it Pat? Oh yeah, Pat Flynn. It is October 23rd. And if anybody out there is listening and you're a podcaster, you definitely want to pay attention to it. Um, if you're not a podcaster, uh, but you're a blogger you could probably still benefit from this greatly. Uh, The webinar is called Passive Income Strategy for Podcasters. Uh, and it's basically anybody who has a following online. Let's even even if you're just even if you don't have a blog or a podcast, you should. But it, uh, if you don't have a blog or a podcast and you have a, a great following and connection with lots and lots and lots of people uh, on social networks and, and you're a person of influence in their lives, uh, there there are some ways and some things that you can do to create some passive income from your passions. And uh, folks, it's um, just go to podcastanswerman.com on the right-hand side. There's a banner that gives you a countdown until the day of that event. And there are still a few tickets uh, available. And uh, just I will mention it here. If you are on the podcastanswerman.com mailing list, then you get $50 off of the registration for that event. And so... If you're not on the mailing list already, it's real easy to do that over at podcastanswerman.com as well. Sweet. Well, I wanted to highlight one more sort of a teaser. I'm, I'm, uh, I had to talk to my wife about it a little bit more, so uh, I'm recording it uh, later this evening. Uh, is My next episode of Be a Better Husband podcast will be entitled The Biggest Fight of My Marriage. So obviously, I had to talk to my wife about <laughs> uh, what I was going to talk about, not talk about, including that episode. But if you're a husband um, or, frankly, a wife and you want to uh, hear about the biggest fight of my marriage and how you can avoid them, <laughs> then uh, be a better husband podcast. That'll be probably, you know, probably out on iTunes by Saturday. So, well, this is Business Tech Weekly. And so I think we have some news in the world of tech that you want to share. So uh, I understand Gmail Notes. Is a yeah, this Firefox is an interesting extension? one. I don't, I don't know how many of our folks, you know, you and I talk about a lot of, you know, uh, batch book or high rise for our, our, our management of our re- relationships, but a lot of people just, frankly, just use Gmail quite extensively, and it's not a Firefox extension, and it's a gmail notes dot app spot dot com, 
And basically, once you install it, the Firefox extension, it opens up in your sidebar that the area for you to have notes about a conversation. Hey, so Andy. The conversation, go ahead. Do you have anything going on as far as bandwidth intensiveness? No. Okay. Let me pause for just a second here. Okay. Sorry about that, Andy. Go go ahead. Say say what you were saying there. Well, the, it creates a, in your sidebar of your Gmail account, uh, it opens up a sidebar view, and you can basically add notes or create notes that apply to the threaded conversation within Gmail. So for folks that don't have a contact management system, this can be sort of a cheat or a way to add notes uh, for a threaded conversation within Gmail. So uh, I don't think that I'll add it to my workflow, but I think it might be worth checking out. And that's at gmailnotes.appspot.com. Very cool. Yeah. And what what's Amazon? You sent me a link to track Amazon prices. Um, yeah, tell this me about is this. wicked. I love this thing. It's a Google Chrome extension. And I, I use it on the Kodak ZI8. And basically, it will show you, I think it's a three-sixth and three-sixth, one year, and then lifetime tracking of the prices of the used and the new of whatever item of the page you're on. And the Kodak ZI8 has like, it's about $180 retail, I guess that's the retail price. Mm-hmm. It's gone up and down by like $50 by given what day you're on there. And so uh, this this extension for Google Chrome, whenever you bring up an individual uh, page for an item, it'll automatically pop up this dialog box. It'll show the pricing so you can really see are you getting a good deal or not. And it has two lines, one for the new price and one for the used price. And uh, I, I think it's a great extension if you're doing a lot of shopping online to figure out if you're really getting a good deal or if there is a lot of fluctuation in the pricing. So especially you know if you sell items online as well. But it's just for Amazon but I found it to be a really, you know, I like to research my purchases and see if I'm getting a good deal or not. So uh, for you Amazon faithful like myself, um, that's that's definitely worth checking out. And so just uh, just Google uh, track Amazon prices, uh, you know, Chrome or something like that, because but it's a Chrome extension. Right. Very cool. I, I, I that is something that uh, I I saw your your outlook on that. I don't know that I buy a whole lot from Amazon that, you know, I, it, that isn't an impulse buy and, and I want right now, regardless <laughs> of what it was eight months ago. Yeah. But, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, I think pr- maybe for pricing your items, you know, and seeing that that's a good, I think from the business yeah. perspective. Yeah. Cause you could see, and, and I encourage folks go to the ZI8, go to the Kodak ZI8. You can see for about a month, all the used ones were like $40 or $30 more than the new ones. They dropped the price. But the used people hadn't been on there to update their update their um, the ones they're selling. So, yeah, as a vendor, uh, obviously you, you need to know, you know, what's what's the price fluctuation look like. So, right. All righty. Well, let's see here. Um tell me a little update about uh man, I I have received like 13 calls from my parents' insurance agency since this call, since the last three minutes. Maybe I should pause and answer this. Yeah, do that. Hold on. And we're back. <laughs> I have no idea where we were or what we were talking it's our about. First, it's our first two interruption show. That's, that's new. Uh, we were going to jump into the main part of the show or the main subject, uh, which is going free to get paid. Uh, I've had a just an a really humbling response to my 
announcement last week that I was going to start giving away some of my tutorials for free. And it just got me thinking more about free and and how it can help your business and and how you can even unintentionally build free into your business and how that frankly can get you a lot more paid business. And so um, and I also was bringing up the, the idea because I know that you just even in this show mentioned an ebook um, from your friend Pat that obviously has value. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I think some people have given up on ebooks. They think that they don't have value. I just think that the, the, the bar has been raised on ebooks uh, quite a bit. They have to have a lot more value than maybe they used to have. Um, but, uh, you know, you just even in your Kindle, you, you did uh, tutorial videos on, on Kindle and what you like about it and so on and so forth. Those are, that's another example of free information you gave out. Yep. So my, my question to you is, Cliff, what other than your podcasts do you give away free a lot or have you given away that's helped bring your business to where it is today? Well, obviously, the podcast is is my number one thing I give away free a lot of. Um, a majority of the of more than 2,300 episodes are for, available for free. Um, and then, of course, there's a lot of blogging content. There's a lot of a ton of video tutorials. Something that I give away a free for free a long time ago was a Facebook 101 video tutorial series. It was a, a, a video podcast. And and man, that generated um, exposure. I think we had somewhere close to 180,000 downloads of those individual podcast episodes. Wow! So and that's of each of those. So and that's just been out there forever. Um, but yeah, it, it's just the exposure to a lot of people of the of showing them the knowledge that you have and the the abil- your ability to teach. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's that's what I think the value of free is. The value of free is getting you exposure. I still think that there's some, you know, gosh, you can go back and forth. Have you ever read Chris Anderson's book, Free? I haven't. I have not read it. Well, it's it's out there. Uh, I, there's probably still some places you can get it for free. For the longest time, it was free. Um, yeah. But I, I know if you, there, I, I think if you buy it on Amazon right now, it, it, there's a price to it and everything like that. But still, fi- if, if you look around... For Chris Anderson's free, I, I got the audio book on iTunes for free a long time ago, and it is right. a very, very good read or listen, uh, and it's all talking about, you know, whether or not giving things away for free is good or, or bad or or whatever the case may be, but uh, uh, but for, for what we're talking about here, I have, I've certainly noticed that giving a lot of stuff away for free, things of, of high value... Uh, can be very meaningful. At the same time, there are some times when you give something away for free that I recognize that people fail to see value. That there's a perception that th- this thing has no value because it's free. Right, and that, I guess that leads to the next question, which is what shouldn't you give away? And you know, maybe another question is, can you give things away to certain people but charge other people for the same thing? Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. I suppose that you as the business owner, you could do anything you want, but what does that make sense? Um, I, one, one of the things that what shouldn't you, I, I guess maybe my thinking as far as what shouldn't you give away for free, and instead of saying you what shouldn't you or what I've chosen not to. So um, I decided that, I would give away the things that I would give away for free is where I can 
and to, I can actually give my time, my direct one-on-one time. If I can give my time to produce whatever it is I'm giving away, and it can benefit multiple people, not only now, but in the future, mm-hmm. without costing me any additional time moving forward, then that's something I'm willing to consider giving away for free. So, for example, um, I have, you know, I, I have a lot of connections like uh, 48days.net. I have a podcast and new media group there where I answer a lot of free questions. Mm-hmm. People answer me. It's like, hey, I got a quick question in that forum area and I will spend time responding to that question. But if that person were to send an email to me directly and say, hey, I have a quick question, I will tell you that in that instance, I'm going to say, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of time. You know, I'm not able to answer these kind of questions, you know, in a in the email form. If you want, you can call Podcast Answer Man hotline and ask this question and, and I'll try to get it included in a upcoming show or or something like that. But but when it comes to me answering and, and devoting my time to answering that one time for one person and it's not going to benefit a lot of people, I, I try to try not to give a lot of that away for free. Yeah, I think another way of saying that and I completely agree is um, it's not necessarily what you shouldn't give away but I think there's certain there's certain places that it makes sense to give something away and certain not just and I mean physical location meaning in a, in a one-on-one email it doesn't make sense to give away information in all of those when you could post the information somewhere where a lot of people could get to it meaning you know it doesn't make sense for us to have a conversation between you and I at a coffee shop about business technology when well one because we live in different states but two you know we could record it and it could benefit people right so what you give away should make sense where you're giving it away. Does that make sense? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I think that of course there, you know, what about my video training tutorials? You know, the, the Adobe audition 101 audacity 101, I charge a hundred bucks for those. Mm-hmm. And that's something I did, you know, put all my time and energy in once and, and it doesn't cost me any additional time for, people to download those. So why do I still charge for that? And and I and I think that there's some reasons why I charge for some of that content. And and it's the things that these are the things I know that are of the greatest need and interest to a lot of people. And these are the same things people have paid me three times the amount over and over again. Three times the amount that I charge for the video. People pay me for my one-on-one direct time. So what I do is, is like, listen, you can hire me one-on-one and I will answer your questions as I go along and teach you how to use this. Or I've created this two-hour session where it's one-third the cost of hiring me one-on-one and it will tell you everything I pretty much, that you know, it's going to answer pretty much every question you have. And the reason I know that is because I've been doing this for, you know, a good three or four years now. Uh, and and almost three years uh, full time. So I know what mm-hmm. people are going to ask, and what you're getting here is a lot of value. And so th- there, th- I guess, does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't I don't want to rephrase what you said because it's not right. I want to rephrase it because maybe other people might hear something else. Or if I can summarize it, I think what you give you don't give away the core of your business. Like if you look at Business Tech Weekly, I have. I have made thousands of dollars from Business Tech Weekly. Thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You have made hundreds of thousands of dollars from po- from Podcast Answer Man, right? And yet, you haven't made a nickel on that show. And it's because 
you give away things that point people to your core, right? So, um, you know, Google can give away a phone because they want to give your information because that's, that's, that's their core business model is, is your information, right. right? Or ads or whatever. So I think what you should and shouldn't give away is don't give away your core, but give away everything else that points to your core, uh, whatever your business is. And I think that's one of the reasons I decided to give away th that set of tutorials, for whether it's Gmail Master or Google Voice Master, is because that's not the core of my business moving forward. It's part of it. It points to it. Um, so some people think, Cliff, and I, it's been fun to see the conversations. I don't know if you've had one lately, but some people say, you know, I don't, I don't agree with charging people for podcasts. Uh, well, that's fine. You know that that's a that's an interesting conversation at all, but the podcasting, you know, I, I guess it, it, that's a little that's a little complicated. But frankly, I think you can give away podcasts because, and it's part of the freemium model, because it can point people to seeing you as an expert. And so, to keep it simple, I think what you shouldn't give away is necessarily your core services or your core product. But I think you try to give away as much as you possibly can around them so that people can see you as an expert in that field. And I can just tell you after 49 episodes that I have seen it uh, produce great fruit in my business of giving it away. And you used the word already, Cliff. It's about exposure. Yep. You, cannot, you cannot buy the amount of exposure that you have gotten in the podcasting world. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could, I, I guess, but not with the amount of credibility you have. You know, you just... Yeah, you can't pay people to call you and ask you questions so that you have content for a show. You know, I mean, it has to be organic like that. It has to kind of come from the tribe or, or a community. That I just I wanted to have the conversation today about free because I can just tell you the other beautiful part of free is how it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you've built your business around free, and that you it was just a passion, and so you started talking about lost, right? Yep. yep. You didn't think, man, there's a lot of lost viewers. I bet I could, if I got a nickel for every lost viewer, <laughs> you know, that's not how you came. It just, it just came out of a passion. And I hope people are working in their passion, but I hope that people beyond that are looking for, where can I give away some stuff for free? Because most small business owners that I work with, they're not thinking about free. They're thinking about what can I charge for? Yes. And that's, that's what makes people really... <laughs> upset, frankly, and it doesn't help loyalty because the difference is very simple. And it is, and I wrote a blog post this week on abundance versus scarcity. And uh, a scarcity model, and this is the everything costs money, is that there, it's always an exchange, right? You give me this, I'll give you that. But an abundance mentality is here. It's just, here it is, get there. What do you want in return? Nothing, just here you go. Yep. That's it. You and know, it's, that is just against our human nature in a lot of ways. But again, I think our human nature stinks. So right. when you go against your human nature, maybe that's a good sign you're doing it right. Well, the other thing that happens to me is, is you know, I have all these video tutorials. I've got, set, I think I have uh, either six or seven of them that are $100 a piece. And they're selling, you know, they're selling great. Every every week, I'm, you know, my phone goes cha-ching. And I've talked to people about how you know, I've set that up to where I get this little cash register sound every time I make a digital sale online. And um, and, and occasionally I, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I book my days full of consulting one-on-one -on -one consulting calls. And so I'll have somebody who's paying me currently $150 an hour for for my time. Right. And, and I'm a, I'm 
answering questions and stuff like that. And if the topic for which they're, you know, hiring me for is is related to one of the products, you know, it, it's it's nothing for me at times to just say, you know what, um, so, so I've answered all of your questions, but if you're interested, I'll tell you what, I, I, since you, you've, you know, I'm just going to send you a link to where you can download this product and I'm just going to let you download this product for free. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely something that they say, wow, thank you. I was thinking about buying that. And the fact that you are are giving this to me, this, that that's just awesome. And, and it's like, but it's like, wait a second, you just paid me one hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> you know, of your money. I don't. It's, it's, I'm not looking to nickel and dime people. Does that make sense? You know, it does, you know, the first thing I think about. I don't know if you've seen the Southwest Airlines commercials. You know, bags fly free. You know, it, it's it's not. I don't. I don't have a fault with people charging me a little extra for this or that. I, I get that, but when it's not your core business model, like I have a problem paying for things that aren't the main product. Like I don't want to pay five bucks for a pillow on an airline when I paid two hundred fifty dollars for the seat. Right. Because I see they're just grasping. They're grasping, and it, and it brings no loyalty. And so, whatever your business is, you know, and I'm and I'm getting. Thanks to this show and just you know having some some staying power now, I'm getting to work with more and more businesses. And the conversation I'm having with so many of them is, you know, what what are you giving people? How are you a resource for people? And it and it's it's amazing how it, that is still such a new idea to so many people. The idea of abundance, yeah. you know, it, it's still very new, and I think it's still very hard to get over. But I think it's a long term solution. Yeah, and, and right. I, you're, you're an overnight four year success, Cliff. Yeah, five year now. Oh, five. Sorry, yeah. overnight <laughs> five year success. Uh, so, so the thing is, is that you know people look at me and say, and, and people have come to me and say, "Hey, I'm getting ready to launch a podcast. I want you to show me how I can start charging for it out of the gate." And I'm like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you charge for your content, and I want to do it just like you do. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about why I decided to do this. And and in fact, you know, a lot of times that that conversation will happen via email and stuff like that. And I say, I'll tell you what, do me a favor. I'm going to send you something. I want you to I want you to listen to it. And then if you decide you still want to do this, then then call me and set up the the session. Right. And 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 so the, the, you know, I do. I charge for certain podcast episodes you know you you have to be a plus member to get certain episodes of certain shows but i still give a lot of stuff away for free and, I, and there's always a strategic and and a real reason and a purpose behind everything i don't just arbitrarily say eh, i'm gonna charge for this you know right. there, there's a real reason behind all of the decisions that i make and and you know what here's the other thing there are sometimes i've decided to give some things away for free and i decided eh, i want to charge for them and then there are times when I said, you know what? I've decided to charge for it. Uh-uh. No, I want to give it away for free. And podcastanswerman.com, that podcast, there was a time when I actually put it, you know, certain episodes behind the paywall. Yeah. And I said, eh, no, no, that one, that one, every episode needs to be free on that. And I went through right. the trouble of even going back into the archives and reinstating those episodes on the free feed mm-hmm. and making sure that people had access to them. And there was a reason why I decided to do that, but not on other shows. And... And yeah, so you have to, I guess the thing here is, is think strategically. Why is it that yeah. you're giving things away for free? Is there a reason for it? Um, and, and usually there is. And 
then you have to say to yourself, well, should everything be free? And people just, you know, I'll just rely on the goodwill of all the people to just put money in my pocket and food's going to show up on my table every week. And, you know, you, there's some people I guess might live that way, but I haven't met any of them. So, <laughs> well, I, I think there, it, it, what we want you to consider, you the listener, is consider free. Look at free in your business and figure out, is it happening at all? And if not, where can I put it in? Exactly. Well, folks, hey, we've got some voicemails from last week, but we'll put those in next week's show. Sorry about the interruptions today. God bless you all. Until next time, join the community.